It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WTAW news time is six minutes after seven. It's 50 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. They buy, sell, and trade gold and silver, diamonds and jewelry, watches and collectible coins, and consistently pay the most. Learn more at davidsjewelryandcoins.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Texas A&M has paused action related to September's federal vaccine mandate until further notice. According to an update on A&M's coronavirus website, university officials are awaiting a legal ruling related to all federal contractors on the status of the president's mandate. The notice from A&M's chief operating officer also states the possibility of requiring testing before returning to campus after the holidays. Greg Hartman also stated it is still too early to make that decision. A&M students and employees are instructed to check their email for any notices involving pandemic safety measures. Hartman says they'll continue to examine pandemic protocols and refine them if needed. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. As the College Station City Council finished 52 years in what is now the former City Hall building, unanimous approval was given to a more than $2 million construction contract for a new building at the city cemetery. That's $445,000 more than originally authorized in May of last year. Of the additional cost, all but 50000 will be covered by a loan from the city's general fund. City Manager Brian Woods told the council they'll be discussing increasing cemetery lot fees to cover the loan. At the current rate structure, we would not be able to repay that debt. Now, we say on their fees to be discussed in January. We always discuss all of our fees in January. Woods says cemetery lot fees, which pay for most of the new building, are currently below market rates. Three men watching TV at 2 a.m. Friday morning heard a loud boom. They told Bryan police when they came out the front door, they saw dust from the airbags of a Jeep that had struck a tree. One of two breath alcohol tests given to the driver, according to the BPD arrest report, measured twice the legal limit. That led to the arrest of 20-year-old Jose Francisco Figueroa of College Station on an enhanced DWI charge. He's out of jail after posting a $4,000 bond. The last 40 days, Brazos County Crime Stoppers featured a cold case during its 40th anniversary. Brazos County Sheriff's Deputy Rob Santacero, who is the Crime Stoppers coordinator, says 25 cases were closed by tips and other sources. We've received over the past 44 days, uh, 44 tips just to Crime Stoppers. College Station ISD has had 48 tips on their, their P3, and uh, Bryan ISD has had 67, which some of those were all, all related over the last few days. With retired Sheriff and Crime Stoppers coordinator Chris Kirk in attendance. The organization announced there will be a new legacy award in Kirk's name presented annually. A Department of Public Safety special agent from Bryan was one of 13 officers from four agencies who recently received state awards for their part in breaking up a drug trafficking operation in East Texas. Jamie Burkett participated in a three-year investigation, resulting in more than 60 arrests and the seizure of 44 firearms, more than $43,000 in cash, 17 pounds of methamphetamine, two pounds of cocaine, and one and a half pounds of heroin. 
WTAW news time is nine minutes after seven. It's 50 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. More news at 730 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Good morning. It's 7-11. It's the Infomaniacs on a Monday morning. Here's the weather brought to you by Malik Heating and Air. Odors are embarrassing in your home or office. Malik Heating and Air can eliminate the odors guaranteed or your money back. Save for pets and family. Call Malik. Feel the difference. Here go. Look for clouds to be on the increase today, and we'll see temperatures in the mid-60s this afternoon. Lots of clouds overnight. We'll see a few showers along a warm front near 60. The warm air busts in on Tuesday, becoming mostly sunny and seasonally warm near 80. Becoming partly cloudy Tuesday night, upper 60s, partly sunny 80 on Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, it was a great weekend for College Station High football as well as Franklin. Not such a great weekend for Texas a and men's and women's basketball. We'll go over that as well as a little NBA in sports. There you go. We have so much to give away. <laughs> so much. We got two listeners who are going to win this prize package. The prize package is... A couple of passes to Santa's Wonderland, good on specific dates. Mm -hmm. Then four passes to Fiesta, Texas in San Antonio. And a limited edition 2022. WTAW mousepad slash calendar. All can be yours. All you have to do is text us. We do need your first and your last name included in that text message along with just one, only need one, but it's got to be right, of Santa's reindeers. Yeah. So give us one of those names, 979-695-1620. And we must ask that you not make fun of listeners who don't get the special VIP calendar. Right. Okay. We don't want yeah. you snubbing down your no, nose or no, anything like that. No, don't do that. Anyway, but and then we have to figure out how to distribute the calendar, so we don't have the supply chain issue we had last year. Mm-hmm. So, and the problem is, I just I know that the salespeople get some, so that they can give to their clients because okay. they are actually much sought after. It's just a matter we need to make sure that we get them dispersed in the most efficient, that means cheapest way possible. And uh, so we'll we'll see what we can come up. But with. it wasn't necessarily that; it was just the fact that they were hiding up here somewhere. Let's Isn't just that... call it a supply chain okay, issue sure. because that's what everybody's saying now, right? Right. Have you noticed that? I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Oh, supply, oh, supply chain. chain issue. Yep. I, I forget. I saw. <laughs> I some... failed my test. Supply, oh, supply chain, chain issue. issue. Yeah, I saw something over the weekend. You know, clearly had nothing to do with supply chain, but that's fine. Then go ahead and jack the price up or delay the delivery of whatever it happens to be. Hey, shout out to the uh, to the Eagle. They did a nice story on Brian Broadcast yeah. last week. Don't know if you guys happened to mention that. <laughs> we but, saw you know. your we saw your pick. <laughs> There you go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They uh, they asked for people with collar shirts to be in there. So they, no, I'm mm-hmm. kidding. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, so that was that was nice of them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually met the reporter. He was also covering the World War Two uh, survivor, the Pearl oh. Harbor survivor. OK. Um, he was covering that event with me. And, and he said, oh, I was just at Brian Broadcasting the other day doing an article on you guys for some awards that so y'all won. There you go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we appreciate that. Hey, it also- was it was fun seeing you sandwiched there between Mr. Downs and Tucker. I though. know. All holding our little uh, Marconi Awards and all that kind of stuff. And what's interesting, I mentioned that to somebody the other day, and they went, no, what is that? I'm going, oh. Okay. <gasps> well, I know, just when you think it's a big yeah. deal. They well, go, people, outside, well okay. people outside of radio don't That's really know. Right. Right. So I'll tell exactly. this story. So someone with AM Athletics reached out to me, contacted me, and said, hey, um, 
saw Scotty D won an award. Uh-huh. And we, you know, we'd really like because he he does stuff with us for the football games. We thought maybe we could like put something on our Twitter account. And I said, well, you know, it wasn't just Scotty D <laughs> yeah. who Scotty won D. an award. And then yeah. they went on to say, oh, I didn't actually read the article. Hey, and, and, sure you know, you I'm like, just uh-huh, saw just saw the picture. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. but uh, but yes, no, great article and, and woohoo for us. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I think even wore a maroon shirt that day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah, Scotty exactly. D's our model. You know it. Just, you yeah. betcha. Hey, and listen, but shout out to one of our uh, friends of the show. That's yeah. uh, Randy Stewart, who's the former Bryan tennis coach. Yeah. Story in the paper about him over the weekend. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What did you? He got he got inducted or yep. got yeah. an, well, a it's nice interesting. award. Hall of Fame. One of those COVID things. Okay, uh-huh. he got a, he got inducted to the Texas Tennis Coaches Association Hall of Fame last year. Okay, right. but the con, the the con, all the the celebration was canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they did it this year, and it's supposed to, you know you're supposed to act like okay, it's all brand new, right, even right. though he'd known for a year yeah. that he was in there. But anyhow, congratulations! You got to, to celebrate him. extra long. Yeah, no, that's great. And you know, he he was the the coach at Brian High when I was there. I didn't play tennis, but yeah. my best friend did, and we had you know there were always those coaches on campus. Even if you didn't play the sport, you just knew who they were. Sure. And and that that's how it was with Coach Stewart. So yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations! And yeah. I mean, he was there for a long time, and and I know that they uh, at least my friend from you know personal stories had a, a great great time um, playing tennis in high yeah. school. And he's a friend of the show and weighs in from time he to time. Is. Oh so yeah. Anyway, Wait in while you guys were gone. Okay. All right. Anyway, congratulations. 720 today may be the only day of the week where it's appropriate from a weather standpoint to celebrate today is hot cocoa day. Ooh, yum. Yeah. So if you're liking that. I told you guys that I had some hot cocoa at Santa's Wonderland a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. ago when it was Mm -hmm. like 75 degrees outside. But our little ticket, because we did the carriage ride, it came with some free hot cocoa. So, of course, we had to sit down and enjoy that. It was actually pretty good, though. My dad's a big fan of hot cocoa. You know, there are a lot of ways to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're using a mix, but a poll asked people what they mix the hot chocolate powder into. Because, you know, 41% right. said okay. dairy milk. Okay. 31% said water. Okay. okay. I've and, done water. And 8% said non dairy milk. Okay. Like your rice like or almond, almond milk or, or something whatever. Like that. I guess, so I've, you know, as a kid and, and when we had the hot cocoa packets, I always just did it with water because it was easier to heat up water in like a tea kettle or, or something like that than to heat up milk. I, I mean, I guess you heat up milk on, you just put it in a pan on the stove. Right. Um, and but, you gotta you gotta pay attention to it. You right, know, you can't right, fold it. Right. I just, I just so I'm microwave sure, everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it. I'm sure the milk definitely makes it creamier yep. and and probably tastier it for does. some people. It does. There's but, no doubt. Yeah. I, I don't like I don't like hot chocolate with water. Just okay. Don't. Uh, okay. Yeah. So here we go. If you're an overachiever, got some uh, hot chocolate hacks, if you will. Number one, add two ounces of espresso. Oh, someone just texted in and said mix it with coffee, okay. which that's yeah, a right. little bit different. But, same yeah, thing, same right, thing, right. same concept. Uh, plus a sprinkle of sugar and cinnamon. All right. Okay. Uh, use an oven-safe mug, top it with marshmallows, and put it under the broiler. Oh, oh. bake them. Oh. Or roast them, wow. I guess. Yeah, almost like a roasted yep. marshmallow. Take the hot chocolate mix and add... A half cup of pumpkin puree, uh, one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Okay. A quarter cup of white chocolate chip. Good gravy, that's a lot. Was Uh, there any liquid in there? I don't know. I I guess just just the pumpkin puree makes it, that would be thick. Man. 
Mm. Uh, stir your hot chocolate recipe with equal parts of warmed eggnog. Okay, I could see that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, drop a scoop of mint chocolate chip ice cream in a small bowl and oh. pour the hot chocolate over it. Okay. Along with a little <laughs> whipped cream topping. Mm-hmm. All right, what was that again? That's the sound effect. <laughs> you know, doing that. Um, make spicy. With half season, a uh, half teaspoon of uh, ancho chili powder. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do don't th- like sweet and s- I don't like my sweet with my spice. Okay. Apparently. If you do this, consider also adding cinnamon or dark brown sugar okay. or vanilla extract as well. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Chelsea mentioned in the first hour, and we'll look at this maybe before the show is over, a cookie generating uh, website because. Today is Cookie Exchange Day. Right. Right. And uh, I guess we probably should have had this on Friday. But nonetheless, maybe at some point this year, uh, you could look at some of these recipes, something that's intriguing to you. And yeah. You could. You could uh, you yeah, know, some of them are pretty those. unique. They are. I, I went I went to it because you sent me a link. Mm-hmm. I went to because you can search by adding you know specific ingredients, see if you can find something that has the ingredient. I looked for kale, and they didn't have No, one. no kale cookies. I, could, I would just think that could be kind of. Now, I, I will say, unfortunately, with this particular website, you can play with it and find the cookie you want. But to actually click on the recipe, I think you have to be a Washington Post subscriber. Oh, paywall. Yeah, yep, well, yep. Again, you may be able to throw it up there on the web and find but it someplace. But that's what I was going to say. You could probably still Google, you know, white chocolate, rosemary, and almond biscotti. Yeah. And find a recipe somewhere else. You're right. So, and, you know, of course, you'll have to go through a long story, as we've talked about. Anytime you go to a website <laughs> that has the recipe, you I will hear say about more, Right. More and more, though, I see buttons that say jump to recipe. Good. And so it, it, you click on that, and it goes all the way down to the bottom of the page where the recipe is. But, yeah, it, I mean, they still got the stories. Their real-life research, they've realized people really don't care about other people's Correct. stories. Just give me the dang thing. Right. Okay? That's fine. Oh, more than two-thirds of parents say they feel pressure to meet their children's Christmas requests. Oh, well, yeah, I bet. I mean, you want to make them happy, right? No. No. Come on. You get Gee. what you get and you like it. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, you That's wanna, old school, Scott. You know, the the uh, yes. Oh, I disappointed my child at Christmas. Come on. <laughs> Have you? Did you? Oh, there probably were times. I'm sure. Uh, I know. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. over it. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just saying. One time I got real upset. I, like, cried. Uh, when, did you not get something? Ruined Christmas. Yeah, I was an only child. I was spoiled. You yeah. know how, how old were you? Uh, you? What was it that you didn't get? I was, I was too old. <laughs> I, was okay. old. I was too old. <laughs> Last year. No. No. Um, <laughs> no. Do you remember what you asked for that I you didn't was get? Seven or eight, maybe. Uh, oh, gosh. I Oh, I wanted a pitching machine. Oh, okay. But my oh, parents. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, it wasn't a jugs machine. It was uh, one of those. It was like a wiffle ball one that you plugged oh, in okay. to an outlet. Yeah. Which, oh, I, I mean, it was still nice, but I mean, my. Yeah. And my parents tried really hard to get me what I wanted, you know, and it was. And then also that night I decided I was going to I was going to throw a little switcheroo. I didn't need oh. my bike anymore. Oh, I wanted to give it to a kid who was worthy. So I, I put it out on the front lawn, you know, and, and Santa needs the list, right? He needs to get everything prepared beforehand. And uh, me deciding to do that last minute didn't quite go over well. Were you expecting a new bike? I was. Oh, I was, I was absolutely and you waited until Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So in other words, there were supply chain problems even back That's then. That's what I was going to say. WTAW News Time is 7.31. It's 50 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. Brought to you by West Webb Albritton and Gentry Law Firm, the experienced legal team for the things you value most. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. 
Revenue from the sale of lots in a college station city cemetery was supposed to cover the cost of a new building. When the city council approved a $2.1 million construction contract at its last meeting, that included a $395,000 loan from the city's general fund. I want to be real clear that we don't forecast as the rates are set now that we would be able to pay it back. You would be putting this out of the general fund to pay for it. City Manager Brian Woods, who says cemetery lot fees are currently below market rates, reminded the council they'll have their annual review of fees next month. Councilwoman Elizabeth Kuna offered an alternative to raising lot fees. We have quite a bit in the unassigned reserve fund in the general fund that far exceeds our 18% that we could apply to something like the 395 that they want. It will take about one year, weather permitting, to build the 4,100-square-foot structure at the Aggie Field of Honor Cemetery near Easterwood Airport. Texas A&M's chief operating officer says they'll continue to examine pandemic protocols and refine them as needed. Greg Hartman's update on the eve of fall semester final states there's a possibility Aggie employees and students may be required to undergo pandemic testing before returning to campus after the holidays. Hartman also stated it is too early to make that decision. University communities directed to check their email for any notices regarding pandemic safety measures. Hartman also announced that A&M has paused action related to implementing the federal vaccine mandate order. Officials will wait for the courts to decide the legality of the president's mandate to federal contractors, which includes A&M and the A&M system. Bill Oliver, 1620-945 WTAW. College Station man arrested for reckless driving is described in the College Station police arrest report as someone who shows aggressive behavior towards law enforcement in the past and has logged caution notes for any officer who comes in contact with him. 24-year-old Bronon Gallantine is accused of driving his Mustang in a way that a patrol officer had to take evasive action twice to avoid hitting the car. The Mustang followed the Tahoe for eight-tenths of a mile before the car pulled into a parking lot, which is where the officer made the arrest. Gallantine, who is out of jail after posting a 2000 bond is awaiting two trials on charges from November of last year, one accusing him of failing to provide identification and the other for a muffler violation. The arrest of a Calvert man who was publicized by Brian's Brazos County Crime Stoppers last week was the result of multiple Bryan and College Station police officers and Brazos County Sheriff's deputies staking out the College Station home of the fugitive's girlfriend. According to the Bryan Police Arrest Report, after 28-year-old Ralph Ballard came out of his girlfriend's apartment, he got into a car, then got out and started running. With the assistance of a CSPD canine officer, Ballard was found laying in the backyard of a home next to a privacy fence. Then Ballard got up and ran a second time. He was eventually found laying on a couch on the back porch of another home. Ballard is being held on bonds totaling $250,000 on charges of evading arrest and a warrant accusing him of a felony theft that took place two months ago. Brazos County Crime Stoppers finishes its review of 40 cold cases revisited during the last 40 days as part of the organization's 40th anniversary. In highlighting these cases, it's reignited the community's passion and dedication to public safety. Crime Stoppers coordinator and Brazos County Sheriff's Deputy Rob Santacero says 25 cases were closed by tips and other sources. We're going to continue to live up to the motto that we've developed, Crime Stoppers Never Forgets. We want the families and the victims involved in these cases to understand and realize that to know we have not forgotten. During the 40-day period, Crime Stoppers received 44 tips, College Station ISD received 48 tips, and Bryan ISD 67 tips. A Bryan police officer has received a state award for his response to a crash in Leon County last June. BPD officer Colton Walsh was still a cadet without formal first aid training when he came upon a vehicle that rolled over before first responders arrived. Walsh found one person ejected in the road, two still trapped in the vehicle, 
and the fourth person underwater in a creek. Welch immediately went to the creek and pulled the underwater victim to safety, after which she was able to breathe on her own. Welch saw the woman had head and leg injuries and remained by her side until medical personnel arrived and took her to a hospital. For those actions, Welch received a life-saving award from DPS Director Stephen McCraw. WTAW news time is 735. It's 50 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by West Webb, All Britain and Gentry. More news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. 738 in on a Monday. Thank you for being with us. Here's our weather brought to you by Tradition Mobile One Oil and Lube, your full-service oil and lube shop, where experience means going the extra mile for their customers. Tradition Mobile One Oil and Lube on Villa Maria 2818, next to Rally Car Wash in East William J. Bryan, by the Bryan Main Post Office. Look for clouds to be on the increase today, and we'll see temperatures in the mid-60s this afternoon. Lots of clouds overnight. We'll see a few showers along a warm front near 60. The warm air busts in on Tuesday, becoming mostly sunny and seasonably warm near 80. Becoming partly cloudy Tuesday night, upper 60s, partly sunny 80 on Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking high school football, college football, a little college basketball, both men's and women's, and some NFL in sports. It's the 12 days of Christmas going on right now at AguilandBigDeals.com. Your chance to shop local, buy local, save money. Today's big deal, 50% off gift certificates from Dirt Road Rustics Furniture and Home Decor. But you got to mm-hmm. hurry because it's a limited number. Uh, AggielandBigDeals.com. You can buy yours now. Simple, easy, and you're shopping here. Yeah. Boom. I actually did it last week, believe it or not. They oh, had, nice. Yeah, they had uh, Star Cinema. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It was more than 50% off. Oh, so wow. I ended okay. up getting, uh, getting some of those. And... Well, in Dirt Road Rustics Furniture and Home Decor, I mean, 50% off, that can go a long way. It really so, can. Yeah, that's awesome. Lots of stuff out there, and you're getting to shop local. We're giving away a bunch of prizes. You'll like them all. That's all. Let's make it easy. <laughs> Just text in. Yes, if you would like to be a big winner this morning, text in. We do need your first and last name. And then we're asking just to provide one name of Santa's reindeer. 979-695-1620 is the number. And I don't know if we're going to do any analytics out of it or not to figure out. Uh, We've gotten you know, a we... great mix. I, I mean, I finally got a couple of one that I hadn't seen yet. Um, I think we've covered all of them. Okay. I, I, mean, I need to go back and look, but I think we've covered all of them. Um, some people even sending us in some information on um, the names and kind of where they came from oh, and what good. they mean and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, lots of fun stuff this morning. We always like to know that. All right, For I'm sure. going to go back to this. I hate to, but the parents feeling pressure about their kids' mm. presence. Oh, well, yeah. I'm assuming they, it's the kids ask for, like, they, if they, they know what they want. So they if they have a list, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, so is it the pressure of being able to afford all of it? Yeah. I mean, that has to be part of it. People with children age 7 and 10 were the most highly stressed by their kids' <laughs> requests for presents. Okay. Of course, some of them might be just not age appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's true, too. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so anyhow, and I don't know that children understand that, especially in the ages of 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Two-thirds of the, peop- of the uh, parents of boys compared to 54% of girls said that they felt under pressure to meet their offspring's demands. Wait a minute. The parents of boys felt more pressure yep. than yep. the parents wow. of girls? Two- two-thirds wow. as opposed to 54%. Right. In the survey, a third of the parents plan to use their credit card to buy the presents. A third will dip into their safe. Mm, wow. Okay. Those are the stats. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of stats, 
Survey finds out that a third of U.S. Americans now weigh 200 pounds or more. A third? A third. Okay. Whoa. I, well, I know, but I'm not, you know, uh, of course. Maybe they're real muscly. Maybe that's what it could is. Could be, and we don't Muscle know how more tall than fat. they are and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, That's so... We'll try to yeah. give you a break. Because I, I was going to say, I think it'd be different, you know, different statistic, you know, how many people are in an unhealthy BMI, yeah, you right, know, right. that kind of, because, yeah, I mean, I know people who weigh over 200 pounds and are very healthy. Sure. It's just that they're big people, like they're, they're tall, they're muscular, whatever. Yep. yep. So anyway, that's, that's all I mean, Look at saying. the NFL. Well, that's the deal. That, that goes off the scale, right? right? Yeah. But also remember, just like you... Your dog might gain a little weight over the holidays as well. Oh, yeah. Those extra treats. Mm-hmm. New study found even dogs overeat this time of year, but obviously it is our fault and not theirs. 70% of dog owners admit to giving them more table scraps during the holidays. 80% have even given their dog a special holiday meal around Thanksgiving or oh. Christmas. Yeah, we don't do, I, I don't ever do like a full-blown different meal for Coda. Right. Um, but especially at Christmas, I mean, we we gift, you know, different treats and stuff to the dogs. Yep. So. Yeah, the yeah. wife got the, uh, the dogs their presents the other day, uh-huh. and she put them up in the Christmas tree. And I told them now they can see them, so it's not going to be a surprise. Oh, uh, gotcha. You know, because you got to worry. About I think the, they'll still appreciate them. Just saying, you got to worry about the about the doggies got not getting a surprise on Christmas. Hey, morning. tomorrow, 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 because we know if you're going to have extended family in your home, or you may have the neighbors over. I don't know. The deal is opportunity to play some games. So we've got the best Christmas games you can buy for a good old-fashioned Christmas. If you'd like to have that idea of sitting around playing a game. (laughs) And making everybody angry. Well, something. I mean, if you're you're having to get along with people you don't get along with. So play a game with them and beat them, right? Hey, (laughs) just saying. We'll give you that list uh, tomorrow. In the meantime, Chelsea took Friday off. I did. Leaving Zach here is the only experienced infomaniac. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I was the only one. There you go. But anyhow, so off to the big city, were yeah, you? Yeah, went to Dallas uh, to visit my my best friend, Kendall, who lives up there. And so took Friday off so I could get there early. Um, we, we had a, a, yeah, so anyway, we met for lunch, yep. went and had a great lunch. And then we actually went to the Dallas Symphony Orchestra Whoa, on Friday night. Wow, wow. Yes. She, she really wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, sure, that's Oh, you didn't think and that way at all. <laughs> yeah. She's your it was lovely. It all was right. lovely. It Good. was lovely. I will say, very interesting. We were required. Actually, got yelled at. We were required to wear our masks uh, during the performance. Okay. Um, and the the performers had their masks on, what? unless they work? were wind instrument. But like, if they were the violinists, okay. had their masks yeah. on. The solo singers, the soloists, they did not have masks on. But the choir that came in for the second half of the performance did have their masks That's so on. Stupid. They sounded fine, but and I don't know if they were mic'd in a certain way. And and, and we were we were in the nosebleeds, but. We could, I mean, so I, I couldn't tell, like, what exactly, how far their mask came out from around their mouth yeah. or, or that kind of thing. Interesting. It was very interesting. But, you know, still a lovely time. We had a great time. Um, and then on Saturday, she hosted a Christmas party uh, at her apartment. She actually lives right across the hall from a friend of ours. So we used both apartments to n- oh. not. Oh, and y'all were going yeah. across the, hi- well, the, uh, well, the highway. Well, like, the people hallway. weren't hanging out in his apartment, but this was a whole food and drink situation because everybody 
brought something. They brought uh. a, a food and drink pairing. So we were able to use his apartment kind of as a staging area or, or a storage area for all the stuff. And then everybody was in her apartment for the actual party oh. and the festivities and things like that. Huh. So it was lovely. It worked out great. Um, and it ha- it was a plus onesie party. So you and your, your partner were supposed to come in onesies. Um, most people had them on. Not everybody did it, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, and most of them were Christmas onesies, but I loved it. One couple showed up and they were in, like his was a, a Halloween, like skeleton onesie yeah. and hers had donuts all over it. And they were like, well, they're onesies. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so really it was match. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun and um, had a great time. So yeah, it was, it was good. Made the drive back at a, you know, just kind of mid afternoon last yesterday. How was so. the traffic? It was, I mean, there was, there were a lot of cars on the road, but I wasn't, I didn't get stuck anywhere. I mean, man, people fly down 45. Yeah, yeah. they do. You're right. Mm -hmm. So generally, what was the uh, vibe as far as masks and distancing and all that? At the party? uh, Well, just generally. I mean, if you were out in the city or any of that kind of stuff. Besides the symphony, I saw zero masks. Okay. You know, I I mean, maybe a few. She lives on a, a trail, a walking bike a shared use path uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, so we walked on the trail and then even went to a restaurant that's on the trail. Right. And there was like maybe a couple of masks okay. out there. But I mean, restaurant was full, you know, lots of people out and about. Um, so yeah, besides the symphony, it, it felt very much like Bryan College right. Station. Because that's just what I'm saying. I mean, People aren't going to go to the party if they're uncomfortable. Oh, and that, no, definitely not. Definitely not. And and it was, it wasn't a huge, huge party. I mean, they're in an apartment. It wasn't super big, but, um, but definitely people were there that didn't know each other. I mean, it was kind of a, 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 you know, not randos, but like somebody knew someone, but we were meeting a lot of new people. Mingling. Um, Yeah. And and yeah, no, no one, no one. And you're right. You're not going to go to a party. No, nothing was different different except for the symphony. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. you go. All right. Yeah. Lovely weekend. Good, good. 747. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your morning sports update on 1620 94.5 WTAW. It's 7.52. College Station High football is headed to the state championship after downing Mansfield Summit Friday 28-21. The Cougars will face Katie Pato for the 5A Division I state title this Friday in Arlington. Now elsewhere, Franklin has advanced to the 3A Division I championship after downing Wascom 28-14. The Lions will face Gunter Thursday night. In the college game, Texas A&M defensive coordinator Mike Elko is leaving to take over the head job at Duke. Elko arrived in Aggieland in 2018 and saw in scoring defenses improve every single year, including the third-ranked scoring D in the nation this season. And sticking with football, Aggie safety Leon O'Neill has announced he will skip the upcoming bowl game as he prepares for the NFL draft. His departure means that the Aggies will likely be without three defensive starters for the Gator Bowl game against Wake Forest. Texas A&M men's basketball was done in by TCU on Saturday, 68-64. It was the first game in over a week for the Aggies, but Coach Buzz Williams says that didn't contribute much to the loss. I, I want to make sure that I give credit to Coach Dixon and their team. I thought they did a really good job. Uh, the problems that we knew we would have is what we worked during the layoff. Um, 34% of their shots had come in transition. We allowed that number to be even higher because we turned the ball over too much. And then, as I mentioned, their offensive rebounds have been stellar thus far, and we allowed them to be even better tonight. 
with the loss. Buzz and the guys fall to 7-2 and two on the year. By the way, tomorrow's home game against Tulane has been canceled after the Green Wave experienced an outbreak of COVID-19 cases. 18th-ranked Aggie women's basketball couldn't get past TCU yesterday. 87-75 with the loss. The ladies fall to 9-2 and two on the season. Now to get Coach Gary Blair's take, as well as Buzz Williams for the guys, tune into the coaches' radio shows tonight from 6 to 8 right here on WTAW. Time for a look at the SEC, brought to you by T-Mobile. The South Carolina women down Maryland yesterday, while Kentucky fell to Louisville. Tennessee got the better of Georgia State. LSU trounced Texas Southern. Florida bested Florida State, and Mizzou topped Alabama A&M. Mississippi State defeated UT Martin, and Arkansas steamrolled Little Rock. And that's been your SEC sneak peek, brought to you by T-Mobile, the official 5G sponsor of the SEC. The Dallas Cowboys nearly coughed up a 24-point lead, but were able to hold on against Washington yesterday, 27-20. Quarterback Dak Prescott after the victory. Obviously, we've got we've got to do a better job of finishing on offense, but uh, credit to our defense. Um, two, two turnovers that I had, they, they got the ball right back, and uh, that, that's what all I can ask for. That's all you can ask for is an offense. But as you said, got going pretty early, uh, got, got a good lead, but then we've just got to, we've got to be able to, to, to finish it off and not let him back in the game. With the victory, Dak and the boys improved to 9-4 and four on the year. Davis Mills threw for 331 yards, but it still wasn't enough as the Houston Texans fell to the Seattle Seahawks yesterday, 33-13. Russell Wilson tossed two touchdown passes, and Rashad Penny ran for two more as Seattle handed Houston its 11th loss of the year. Well, no Luka Doncic, no problem for the Dallas Mavericks as they steamrolled the Oklahoma City Thunder yesterday, 103-84. By the way, Doncic was on the sideline with a bum ankle. Meanwhile, the San Antonio Spurs were victorious as they bested the New Orleans Pelicans, 112-97. And that's been your morning sports update on 1620-945 WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. Good morning. A couple of minutes. Still the Infomaniac. So I've never heard of this comedian named Bill Burr. Do you know yeah. who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So apparently trending yesterday on Twitter, the fact that he looks like the punter for the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> his name is Cameron Johnston. Okay. You get to see Cameron Johnston a lot because he's the punter for oh, the Houston Texans. Right. Oh, he's an Aussie. He's a horrible football player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A football team. No, he may be a fine player. Okay. Well, I didn't know who either of those people were. Yeah. But. I didn't know about the punter. I knew who Bill Burr was, though. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, they do, they do favor quite a bit. Uh, they're both bald at this mm-hmm. point and redheaded and light. Fair skin. Oh. So, hey, on this date in 2018, uh, Dirk Nowitzki took the court for the record 21st NBA season with the Dallas Mavericks, surpassing Kobe mm. Bryant with the uh, LA Lakers. Wow. The goat. I didn't know that he uh, yeah. had that record. So, yeah. uh, there you go. All right. A study found that American children are getting fatter at a much faster rate than ever before. Just want to let you know that <laughs> in case about you a didn't lot of know. American fat people. Yeah. Well, and again, it's time for the holidays, right? Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fat stories. Got to get your fat on. Got to so, get your uh, fat on. Yeah, because that's what we do as U.S. Americans. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, um, sled dogs wear mascara to help cut down on the glare of the sun. Really? And if you thought, well, maybe it's Maybelline, well, you're right. (laughs) According to one musher, they often use a simple waterproof mascara like Maybelline on light-colored dogs. They apply it actually on the fur around their eyes. Okay, almost like eye black. Yeah, Yeah. it's not like they pencil it in. There you go. And there are 42 buildings in Manhattan that have their own zip code. Oh, I knew that. They're so big. Remember when you Mm -hmm. used to have to mail stuff? Remember that? WTAW, College Station Brian. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.